welcome to AIJ Cast, a podcast featuring conversations and performances at the intersection of art, inspiration, and justice. I'm your host, Marthame Sanders. On this episode, we begin our work of co-creation with Ely. Ely is a photographer based here in Atlanta, and we got a chance to sit down in her studio. Ely, welcome back to AIJ Cast. Hey, so good to see you. So we've got two questions. And the first is, what is inspiring you right now? It could be a piece of art, could be a relationship, could be just an idea, something that's motivating you. I think that right now I'm visually looking at color, inspiration from these artists that I've worked with that are further along in their career that I find amazing. And recently I decided, okay, like, I should stay connected to these individuals because who knows where your next job comes from, right? Sure. And if they're doing such great work that I find inspiring, I should reach out. And so in that journey, it's been like research a lot of their most recent projects so that you have a topic starter, right? And so particularly Tim Tatter, he's a commercial artist, but he's very community driven where he's got such a large platform that anything he does it's because he's chosen to do it. He doesn't mm. have to work for right, the dollar. Right, 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 right. Which is the ideal, right? You want to get to the point where you can decide what you want to do. Definitely. And that, for one, is very inspiring to say, yeah, let that huge project slide across the desk and keep it moving. But this little one feels right, mm. you know? And so what I saw in his work was this astronaut project that he did for like a Colorado THC vaporizer pin company. And so the premise was essentially like astronauts blasting off, right? And so they (laughs) are in astronaut suits and like they're hot boxing. So they took this concept of like, you know, the old school stoner idea with this like elevated take you to another space idea. And I thought that that was so cool because of like where we are in society and how things are coming together. But his personal approach of how he did it, which is layered with like, very, very contrasty color was really powerful for me because I know how spot specific and like dialed in he had to be to make that happen. Mm. So imagine a portrait of a slightly elevated person in an astronaut (laughs) helmet and there's pink smoke and blue smoke and yellow rim light and like all this stuff happening around them. And they layered it with this like visual of all the little details that astronauts have on like launch day, you know, as far as like the tracking and the meters and the dials and all this other stuff. And so anyways, I looked further in the campaign and I was just like, wow, it's so nice how like this creative team came together to really redirect and like take two different worlds that we know between science and between extracurriculars and brought it together. <laughs> yeah, into stoner this really culture. Cool, yeah, right. yeah, really cool campaign. So visually, he's inspiring me right now because I like the idea of pushing an idea further, coming up with fresh takes. Anytime I visit his work, it's something fresh. Spiritually, I'm very inspired by taking time and taking space right now. Hmm. And I think this is probably something you've heard me talk about over the years. And somehow this journey just continues to like stay with me. But in the past year, it's definitely been a space where I'm like, okay, what does it mean to really not only occupy space for yourself, but to like claim that space for yourself without guilt? I think that that's really hard for me personally as an individual. And so I always have check-ins with myself to say, where's the balance at right now? Is this kind of a bounce back against grind culture? Is that 
part of it. It might be. Yeah. Grind culture. And that, you know, was for me a separation of why this year I moved out of my studio into Grant Park and like made space literally here so that that life was separate. But also in my personal life, it's like you still have to find a space for yourself separate from your loved ones because our families will need all of their own things. Right. And of course, we're here as a unit and we try to work together. But somehow I feel like if you can't find space for yourself in your personal life, you then can never find space for yourself in your work life. Mm. And so between my personal life and my work life, where like my focus is very much like looking into other people's lives and determining like what is it that's going on and how can I use my camera as a means to like tell your story. It's a very like heart driven kind of thing. And if that heart gets exhausted, then Mm. what? So I think that like the idea of space and like resetting and just being still has been something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. Yeah. Well, I'm curious. I'm going to drill down Mm -hmm. a little bit on that because one of the things you said and, and it was something to the effect of like, feeling like you had to justify yourself yeah feeling like you, like have you deserve to rest is that kind of the deserve the to rest but just vibe. deserve to just be you yeah be yourself That's, okay yeah be yourself without the labels of a boss a creative a partner a whatever and just say like who am i today you know yeah. like do i want to be stinky on the couch do i want to be glitzy and go out like do i want to be with my friends do i want to be by myself i shouldn't have to feel guilt from work or anything else in that space. You know what I mean? The restrictions, Mm -hmm. the limitations of how you should spend your time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm realizing as we get older, there's always more and more and more stuff, right? But also it's interesting because my work has always been this kind of stuff that's about other people. And about them being themselves, right? I mean, like how I got to know you really well was through your narrative photography and this idea of like, how can I represent this person in their totality and who they are? Right. right? So you're really good at curating that in other folks. <laughs> Which is great to hear. And I love it. It definitely still feeds my work and makes me excited to go and create. Like I'm still very passionate and connected to that. And traveling abroad to like make that happen is so much more interesting. You know, like mm-hmm. it's cool to see people in your backyard, but it's also cool to be like, What's it like on the other side of the globe? Well, you've been doing these dope trips to Iceland yeah. in particular, yeah. And that was like two months of juggling all three things, right? It's like yeah. my heartbeat and my passion says, get out there, explore the world, find something else and create someone else's story. And then you've got your business that you're trying to hold down here mm-hmm. with people that are depending on you. And you've got your personal life that you're trying to make sure is like strong too while you're running around a globe, right? <laughs> so, but while I was there, it was really cool to be able to say, what's going on with you? Why are you here as a black person in Iceland? And how is it Mm. that you have found community? Or what are you doing now to kind of pass the torch and like continue to make your footmark, plant your seed, whatever you want to call it, and like help build your own community and make space for other individuals that want to come out and try this journey? Yeah. So there's this thing that comes to mind for me, which is this idea of like, Dr. Heal yourself, right? So you can curate that image of someone else being their fullest self Mm. and then trying to do that for yourself right Mm -hmm. and Mm. living into your Mm -hmm. (laughs) eeliness. yeah but i don't think that any of it's fake you know i don't mean that at all i don't know photography gives you that creative writing skill set in a way to be able to say like okay 
all these things I see that are cool about you. How can I make it happen in this documentary about you, you know, in this one portrait about you or whatever the case is. That's a cool journey there. But I don't think that that's the same swiftness or connectedness that you can have in your own life. You know what I mean? Like giving advice and be like, duh. But like (laughs) you can't receive the advice for yourself. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So I would say like that for sure. Because there's something about, I mean, there's the art of photography that I so appreciate because there's so many times in my life where I'll be experiencing something and then I'll try to capture it in the lens. Mm -hmm. But trying to take a picture of something and realizing this will never capture the essence of this moment. And so what I appreciate about what you bring and the expertise you bring and the gift you bring is the ability to say, okay, but there are things about this moment that I can capture by using these techniques, right? Definitely. That's a gift. That's a real true art is to say, yeah, there's something happening that's special. This person is unique. How do I make that uniqueness translate into this image? Mm -hmm. And that's what you bring. That's not fake. There is an artifice to it because it involves technology, Mm -hmm. But what you're really doing is you're trying to highlight what is there naturally that the lens might not see without some help. You should like, you know, write everything for me. <laughs> some grant writing, anything in between. That you would got be it. great. Look at that synopsis. Well, no, I just want you to, you know, take it for yourself, yeah. right? <laughs> no, I That's appreciate it. That's the challenge, right? No, that was a really beautiful way to like say all the things in one. So I appreciate you sharing that with me because that also gives me a nice little fresh start to like coming off the holiday and getting back into it. You know, it's quarter four and doing the business plan and all that stuff. Right, 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 right. right. You know, we'll see where it goes. But other things that are inspiring me, I would just say like, I'm also listening to a lot of like podcasts and stuff right now that are about kind of like the yin and yang. I guess it's still connected to the balance, but like femininity Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, as a businesswoman, you know, you have to put on that hat here and like do all of these things to like talk about money and like make sure that your team is doing what they need to do and all that stuff but at the same time you want to still feel your intuition and the things that come that are like underneath like being feminine you know what i mean and so i think like being able to again have that moment to yourself to just sit still and check in has been really important to me lately. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's those things that are stereotypically masculine that probably have nothing to do with gender, but that's just the way our culture kind of sees them. And then the things that are stereotypically feminine. Mm -hmm. And there are so many ways in which business leans into one and not the other. And so trying to say like, I love that, that, that notion of like, yeah, okay, I see where those things come in handy. And there's this other side, this buttressing side, this supporting side Mm -hmm. that needs to be nurtured and celebrated as well right definitely yeah. i think it'd be nice to like have more time in that world <laughs> yeah right what would it look like to have more time in that world oh for you? man you know i'm gonna stay a realist i think and the idea of saying you know take that extra five minutes to say spritz a little bit of perfume on yourself you know or like put that moisturizer on or whatever to just kind of say I'm starting my day by honoring myself Mm. you know versus waking up and immediately jumping into emails and doing the things of that capacity right that immediately catapults you into like the quote-unquote masculine business mindset versus being able to check in with who you are on a day-to-day basis so I don't know what the return is going to be. I know it's going to be beautiful, but I've been trying Boy, to implement the little things to like allow that space to unfold. This makes me think of a couple of things. One is there's a 
lovely book. The author is Robert Farrar Capon, and it's a cookbook, I believe. And he has this lovely thing at the beginning where he says, what you need to do when you're hosting a party is get ready, and then you want to not be doing anything for an hour before the party starts. Because most sense. of us hustle to the last minute, getting everything ready. People come in. If they come in on time, then we're still like, oh, can you help me get the <laughs> dishes put away? Da, 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 da. And he says, just be ready an hour ahead of time. Pour yourself a drink and sit down because the party starts with the host, mm. which I yeah. love, right? So yeah. it's like you are in a tangible, physical, and spiritual way welcoming the party, welcoming the, the thing. And I hear that echoed in what you're talking about, you know, starting off the day with that cup of coffee, cup of tea, whatever it is, you know, a little bit of, you know, self-love, self-care before you jump into the technology and answer all the texts that happened overnight or whatever it is. So something about that, about grounding oneself. And the other thing that it makes me think of is recently I've been involved in a lot of conversations around how to bring the practices of improv into particularly church work, but the business work of church okay, and the pushback that people anticipate. Like we're going to have a council meeting of the church leaders and we're going to have to talk about budget. And we're going to have to talk about numbers and we're going to have to talk about this. And we're going to have to talk about the calendar and da, 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 da. And realizing that they're going to have some pushback if they say, let's spend 10 minutes playing. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. And yet this notion that you brought back, the return on investment, right? What is it going to reap if you spend 10 minutes of just joy and play together as a group of people? What is that return going to be? It's going to be really different and it's going to reap benefits in ways that you might not anticipate Mm -hmm. as opposed to just getting down to the business and getting it done and being super efficient and cutting off relationship in a sense. Yeah, definitely. I have like a, a, let's I think called an Alexa or whatever. And so in the morning you can program it and it plays like motivational speech stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I put this one really intense one on for like two weeks and you know, he's like cursing and like, get up out of bed and doing all that (laughs) dance or whatever. But he makes this one very specific segment that talks about like the collection of your time And he's talking about like, you know, if you and your kid fight at lunch every day, that's X amount of hours of your week and of your year. And so that's how much percentage of your life that you now do not enjoy and you're not looking forward to. So it's like we have to change those little moments to be able to say like this is beneficial in the long run. So that's good. I dig that. Yeah. 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 Ely on AIJCast will be back with more of our conversation in just a moment. But first, a quick word. As always, I point you to the AIJCast website, AIJCast.com which is a great place to get connected with our artists and where we share their news, information, and products. We've got links there, of course, to Ely's work. And I also want to remind you about connecting with us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash AIJCast, where you can become a regular supporter of our podcast. And we've also got some fantastic thank you gifts there for you, including things like AIJCast merch, access to exclusive content, and even personalized original artwork that comes out of these collaborations. And of course, there's just so much more at our website. Just go to AIJCast.com. And now, back to more of our conversation with Ely. So what's grabbing your attention these days? Oh, gosh. Uh, At the moment, definitely politics. This, I guess, whole past year has been one of importance to me fighting for women's rights and that whole Mm -hmm. dance especially with the abortion concept Mm -hmm. it's been really interesting to see the faces behind the political parties Mm -hmm. so they're all very young 
very fluid, what I would not have been at 22, Mm, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And so it's like, I've had a chance to like march in a couple of the Atlanta parades with these individuals and the candidates and photograph them and that and the other. And it's just inspiring to see where the mindset is, I guess, Mm -hmm. of the generation behind myself. And I'm excited to see how that carries through politically. But I personally have not been trying to get as hung up in politics as I have in the past, but Mm. I am very passionate about the topics on the ballot. And what Mm. I mean is hung up is like, you know, there's a whole lot of like sitting around a table with a whiskey bottle, (laughs) like venting (laughs) too heavily. (laughs) Yelling at the people that aren't in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So skip that, but I'm looking at the positive side of what's happening right now and that change. Well, Um, politics at its best, right, is dealing with the things that you are passionate about. It's about the issues that affect people's everyday lives, right? I mean, talking mm -hmm. about equality and the lifting up of women's voices, black voices, queer voices, mm-hmm. all of these kinds of things that you are passionate about in your personal life. And you show that in your professional life as well. Yeah. At its best, that's what politics would be addressing. And yet there's so much distraction around it. So we're in the midst of a, just to put a point in where we are situated, we are in the midst of a Senate runoff campaign here in Georgia. So we're being bombarded with ads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we know that that's part of it. And yet, there are also very real issues at stake in what we do, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I, and I love how you talk about the generation that's coming up behind you and how you see them and how they're offering something to you, teaching you. I wouldn't say that they're like directly teaching me because yeah. I'm not in like the kind of sit around the circle space sure. with them, but I am very inspired by them, like looking at them from afar, being like, oh, like you're this youthful young person and you're not out on Friday night doing the traditional, but you're here campaigning and like working on this. And like when you do have a one-on-one conversation with them to find out where their heads are rooted is just so strong in like a beautiful way, like very direct, like let's make eye contact. Let me tell you how I really feel. Like no reservation of like, I might be wrong in this situation. Just like I am pure. This is who I am. This is what I believe. And I think that that's super cool because I think a lot of our generations have had a hard time with like saying like, this is what I believe and what I stand for Mm. because of the backlash that you would traditionally Hmm. get. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I hear connective tissue between that and what we were just talking about, about what's inspiring you, this idea of being yourself, being more fully yourself Mm. and giving yourself space to do that. Right. So you can see that in this younger generation of people who are just kind of, this is who I am and I'm caring about the world and I'm going to be doing this thing that is going to make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. And they might be gender fluid, their sexuality might be unclear from the outside, whatever that means, right? But they are being more fully themselves in a sense. Definitely. And I'm wondering about the connection between the two things, if there is one. Possibly, because the other thing that I would say that's rolling around in my head right now is science is definitely trapping me right now as far as space is concerned. But historically, I'm really interested in like the truth behind stories and eras Mm. and things like that that are coming up or like different little bubbles of people that their history has been skewed as far as like who was actually fighting these battles, who was actually Mm. establishing this language, who was, you know, helping this land come up and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. So I think that as I understand myself more, I also am looking into like the roots and origins Hmm. of my people and like where I might have come from and what 
has been helped in society or created in society that I was not taught hmm. in a traditional elementary, middle school, whatever, grade school, like school book, you yeah. know? For example, like my partner is Gullah Geechee, which is like a predominantly black island in South Carolina. And it's really interesting because he has a completely different upbringing from myself, mm. just as far as like his understanding of like history and war and like, you know, what happened with Abraham Lincoln when mm. he said, I'm making the Emancipation Proclamation and all these things, right? So it's just kind of like interesting to say, okay, like, let me sit and like, try to receive what he's sharing with me versus being resistant to that because I've been taught one thing and there may be more stuff for us to learn. Being so re- same like, thing it's with, a reflexive a- action, as a, and, yeah. and, but it's a more reflective, right? Right, because it's like, well, these are my, like, this is my truth, this is my world, this is what I grew up with understanding. So now if you're sharing something different, yeah. I don't want to shut you down, but I'm like, you know, going to be like, wait, what? And same yeah. thing with space. It's just like, there's so much unknown, but like these yeah. like kind of drawings and like temperature mappings and stuff like that, that they're making to like help us understand like black holes or nebulous right. and like all of these things where it's like, okay, our like mindset has been told this, but like daily new yeah. stuff comes out as far as like what has been expanded or what we're able to see with this new camera or whatever right. in space. Right. right. So there's just a lot of like stuff I think that I'm challenging right now as far as like, what equals truth yeah yeah i think that's what it is i see a connection between that again and what we talked about earlier this idea of we make assumptions based on what we're taught based on the people who teach us and that's true about identity we're talking race sexuality gender etc nationality religion you name it And it's also true about the way that we approach the world in terms of, you know, what does it take to be a successful businesswoman? Mm. And there are things that can be gathered from other people who say, here's the wisdom. And yet, if we just take that whole hog without saying like, wait a second, maybe we're missing something by missing this flip side, right? Mm -hmm. And so there is something about that deeper digging that really makes a difference. I think we have been taught not to trust our guts enough. Mm-hmm. And so relearning to say like, oh, maybe pay attention to that little jump that I made when somebody said, you need to do it, things this way. Yeah. And maybe they're right, but yeah. maybe I need to sit with this a little bit longer. It's hard. Yeah. That's really hard. I think that's really like spot on because that's that part for me personally that has always been kind of tricky. And it's like, when do we get taught this? Why is that a learned situation, right? Like if intuition is something that we're supposed to be born with, right? Right. It's not taught. Why do we have that change? Are we distracted too much? Are we using substances and TVs or who knows what too much that's pulling us away from like what we already know is our answer? Or is it because like our brains are trying to do the opposite, you know, and like take us away logically from what, we're understanding in our core. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about that in like every different way possible across like life right now. Yeah. It's nature versus nurture. Yeah, is that nurture versus talking? nature kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you got to humble yourself to be able to really step into that and lean into that and say, mm-hmm. okay, I have been taught this. But it's like, wow, you really, really to the core, I understand what it means that when someone says, like, you have been taught this. Yeah. And now you're at just by nature of being exposed to the world more, you go out and you go, oh, like someone else is completely different from me or this whole region of people or this political, whatever, anything, right? 
and then say like, okay, so how can I be open yeah. to sitting still long enough to say that's it what's up and like can i expand myself in this moment that's it you know it's hard yeah yeah absolutely i think the way that i've often talked about it is that you know i started off life with this vision of what my tribe was who were the people that i belonged with and then just my experiences along the way have expanded that tribe into all kinds of different places and spaces and identities to allow yourself the space to not have an opinion on something right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I'm a very expressive person. Yeah. So I know that my face gets like grandma's <laughs> does, you know what I mean? All scrunched up and like, ah, like, you're, what do you say? Like, whatever po- you're about to say. Saying, yeah. 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 I'm not a good poker player at all. I think you're head on, like, right there. It's like, sit still long enough to actually learn something else, learn someone else's perspective. Yeah. And to say, like, okay, this is not in line with what I learned. This does not make sense with what I think at the moment. But also, I want to honor this person that's in front of me right now and their full humanness who are saying to me, this is who I am, and let me explain to you a little bit about that. And to not be forced to say, like, okay, I'm going to make a judgment on that, but, like, I accept you as a full human being, and that's enough, right? Wow. That's a statement. And that's a statement, but can we do that? You know what I mean? Because that is a full body experience. Yeah. For you to say, let me meet you, person sitting across me that's different from me, and really say, like, I'm looking past color, region, whatever. You are a human being, and I fully accept you for that. I fully love you for that. Well, and I think about it, I mean, just speaking personally, for me along the way, like realizing, like, meeting queer people along the way or meeting, you know, living in a Muslim majority context and meeting Muslims along the way or meeting transgender folk and being like, okay, I don't know anything about your reality. And now I am experiencing this in a way that I'm going to put the relationship ahead of everything. I'm going to put the fullness of your humanity before everything else. And then over time, the more experiences I have like that, the more my world has been opened and enriched, I think. And I don't always get it right. That's not the point. I like you like to your point. Can we do that? I think we can try. Oh man, we're solving like the world right now because <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like you know when you sit there and say, okay, these people are different. They're sitting down to try to like have a conversation, and then that resistance comes up yeah. where you're like, okay, I don't believe that. The person that doesn't believe that might be thinking, oh, you're going to change my mindset to something that's completely off. And you're going to change completely me. Completely wrong. You're going to change me. Yeah. Right. When you just said the opposite, that you are changing me, so to speak, but you're expanding me in a way. Yeah. I'm only going to have to take what is for me in this conversation. That's it. But like in that moment, that fear, that gut might be saying like red alert, like this person's changing you or whatever. So yeah, my mind's been pulled in different directions, but it's interesting to have you kind of translate yeah. where, how they all kind of come together. That's interesting. Yeah. Like I see star points and it's like, they're all, like you said, interconnected in a way. Yeah. Well, our next step is to figure out what we're going to make inspired by this conversation. So we'll mm. circle back next time. Stay tuned. <laughs> Ely on AIJCast. You can find her online at her website, elyphoto.com. That's E L E Y. On our next episode, part two of our collaboration with Ely, where we drill down on this episode's conversation and brainstorm together what we might create. 
AIJCast is made possible through the support of listeners like you. Now is a critical time to support the things that we think are important, and we hope that AIJCast is one of those things for you. So please take just a moment, go to our website, AIJCast.com, and click on that link that says support. You can also support us over on Patreon, where we also have the opportunity to express our thanks to you. We are there at patreon.com slash AIJCast. Our theme music comes from our house band, Marred Fame. And we are engineered, mixed, and produced by the somewhat um, elevated Al Mudif, who reveals what his go-to editing practice entails. There's a whole lot of, like, sitting around a table with a whiskey bottle. And I'm your host, Marthame Sanders, encouraging you to create some beauty of your own. And remember that the world isn't truly beautiful until it's beautiful for all. Until next time, I hope you'll paint your own canvas with justice and peace.